everyone, and welcome to Just Drink About It, the podcast where we take semi-controversial issues and we talk about them with 0% research and 100% speculation. I'm Joe. I'm Sean. And today we have a very special topic for you. We're talking about dreams today. Dreams. I once had a dream, and I don't remember because I forget my dreams all the time. I don't dream. I had a dream. Yeah? I had a dream... um, I had a dream that I was on a haunted elevator and it was pulling me super fast and then I exploded out of the roof and then I exploded uh, and then I woke up. That was recent. How recent? Two months ago? Mm. Yeah. More, you- more recent though, um, I had a dream that I cut somebody in half and that was super graphic. It was a sword fight. Yeah? And I like cut like- them in half from the head down through the haunches. Like katanas or I don't even know. It was like a just a blade, just a sword. Okay, yeah, just yeah. wielding. Sean, I forgot a critical piece of information before we started talking about the recent dreams you've had. But oh. what are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, vodka and bubbly, not a sponsor, with orange juice. They should be a sponsor. I drink a fuck ton of it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's I spend like all my money, all my paycheck on that. I juice that orange like a savage too. You, I just like ripped a piece of skin off and like squeezed it with both hands. With your blood. teeth and it coming down your mouth? Yeah, uh, more than like my hands though. It was gnarly. Yeah, that's great. Um, I also am having a vodka fermented with potatoes and rye, I think is what they make it is with. Is this potatoes? I think kettle one is rye. Um, I, I I think it's not potatoes. But Either way, it's decent. If any of our listeners know, um, let me know. Um, it's probably not going to do anything for it. It's probably still going to drink it yeah. regardless. I would just like to know what kind of vegetable or grain they're using to make our alcoholic beverages. Um, I'm having a vodka soda as well. And... As we said earlier, and Sean told you about his elevator dream and cutting someone in half, we're talking about dreams. And not just the scary kind, there's also good dreams. Yeah. Like Martin Luther King, he once had a dream. He had a dream, and that was a great dream. Yeah, that was a great dream. Yeah. Or like the dreams that I have that I don't remember. I haven't had a dream in months. That's not good. Well, okay. I've had dreams, but I don't remember them. Well, yeah, we have dreams every night, but yes. I don't remember. I haven't woken up remembering a dream in like a solid six to eight months. Which is interesting because... I, oh, I'm sorry if I cut you off. Oh, no, you're fine. I want to say a year, but I feel like that would be pushing it. That's a long time to not remember your dream. I don't know what's going on with my brain. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. Considering, like, considering that there's the philosophy that... The dream life is just equal to your waking life, right? And that's something we've talked about yeah. with Mike before. Uh, uh, actually, what we wanted to get into today. But yeah. That's a nice segue. Continue. I mean, if you if you think about it, um, really the waking life is just your body moving, and the only separation between the two is when you're dreaming your body's idle. Um, but if you look at it from that standpoint... Both are physical actions in the sense that your brain is electrically charged when you're dreaming. Um, And all your brain is really, if you think about somebody else's brain, it's organic matter with electricity moving through it. What is your body doing when it's moving? It's just organic matter with electrical impulses telling it what to do. Um, So it's moving through space and then contrasted with when you're laying in bed, you know, the electrical impulses just telling you what to think and how your mind is working. Um, to achieve those dreams or to achieve those thought patterns. So you have this kind of interface between the metaphysical 
um, the thoughts that are going through your head while you're inactive, and the physical, the actions that your body's performing while you're active, interfaced with the metaphysical thoughts that are occurring while you're active, while you're awake. So who's to say which is more important, which is real, which is the one that you can consider your life? Because what is it? It's 30% of your life you spend sleeping? Something substantial. Well, I mean, even if you look at a day, it's a third of a day. Right. Yeah, so significantly substantial portion of your mi- of your life is spent with your eyes closed in dreamland. Which is, I don't know, it's crazy, man. Yeah. You think of your dream as... You know, just something supplementary to your life. Um, The fact that you don't remember it when you're awake also kind of speaks to its importance when you're asleep. Um, It is something that's incomprehensible, I think, when you're awake because it's certain parts of your brain that are active only when you're sleeping, right? Mm -hmm. um, Or parts of your brain that are only active when you're waking. And... I don't know, like, what it, your language center in your brain shuts down when you're sleeping, right? So, like... Yeah, okay. That's why people look at clocks to know they're not... Or their hands. Awake. Yeah. Or their hands, yeah. Like Count your fingers. Yeah. That's what they tell you. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Um, earlier, I think a couple weeks ago, I started... <laughs> I haven't told you this yet, nor have I told most so of the population. Yes, I started writing my... Um, my own response to um, Descartes, I think, therefore I am a uh, thinking thing. Okay. And that's how I started it, because if I think, therefore I am, I am a thinking thing, how, why does that only pertain to us when we're awake? And he said a whole bunch on this topic, and we're not going to get into what he said, because this isn't a philosophy podcast, this is what we want to talk about, and you guys have to listen to it. But what I was getting at was that... Um, if you can think when you're awake and that's what you are, what happens when you're not awake? What makes the anxiety and the fear and the feelings that you feel within a dream separate from those same exact feelings that you feel when you're awake? I mean, yes, it is your brain tricking yourself into feeling anxiety because you're playing movies that you star and that's what a dream is. And you feel all this anxiety when they're when they're nightmares you get scared you feel this fear the same fear that you feel in your waking life but we only perceive what what's causing those anxiety and fear any of those feelings when you're awake as per the outside stimuli when in actuality it could be just your brain doing the same thing when you're awake you just perceive it differently so what i was really getting at was how well first yes i think the for i am but when you're not thinking, when you're not actively thinking. If anything, when you're dreaming, your mind is more of itself because it has free reign. That's true. Yeah. You could do anything you want. Anything that your mind can think of, you can create in a dream. And I feel like, like you said, it's more of, a, it's more of an indication of what you are and how you feel um, when you're dreaming because you don't have those physical limitations in the sense that I mean, okay, your body's not moving, right? But yeah. You, the mental um, state can do whatever it wants because it doesn't have the body to control. That you could fly, you can, which I have dreams I have of frequently. Do you? I fly That's all so the time. So cool, man! Uh, I don't but know. flying in a dream represents a disconnection with reality, a lack of being grounded. Um, or it makes you want to feel more manly. 
It could be that too, but yeah. yeah, I mean, so again, like, and then we get down to interpreting dreams, which is a whole occupation within itself. Um, a lot of it, in my opinion, is kind of bullshit, but it, it just boils down to like, okay, what could this thing be a representation of psychologically, um, and and how can it represent what this person's trying to achieve in their real life, or how does it, how does it, um. How does it... I don't want to use the wrong word. I don't know. How does it relate across that platform, I guess? Like, um, but I think that's a very... I think we need to coin a term for, uh, for a focus on being aware of your your real life and the separation between that and dream. Because I feel like we think about dreams as if, like I said earlier, they're supplementary. Mm-hmm. But that's just our conscious, awake mind thinking that. Yeah. What would be our opinion on this if we were thinking it in a dream? And how do we know we haven't thought about it in a dream? Well, how do we know we're also not dreaming right now? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And that's also what Descartes said, was that, that that's how he only came from his massive, his magnum opus was the cogito ergo sum, is because we don't know. We can't tell. And that's why his whole big thing was only a sentence, is because... We don't know. This could all be a dream. The past 24 years of my life, I could have been asleep. It could be. Yes. We don't, we don't know because we've had dreams that feel so vivid and we also have days that don't feel like actual days when we're awake, when we think we're awake, right? Right. And so, which is what I was getting to is what, why, why the cause for the separation? Why the cause for the line? Is it because, I mean, because when we're in dreams, we perceive them as real. It's only when we wake up and we find out that they're not. Right. But I think there's a line because obviously we're talking about dreams as their own separate entity right now, right? Yes. We think about it as a a separate state. And we think about that as a separate state while we're in the state that we're in, which would be consciously awake and aware. Um, But who's to say that the dream state isn't equal or greater even than what we're doing now? And since we can't remember it, we're we are now when we're talking about this it's hard to say it's hard to say what our dream opinion would be on it in that sense yeah what what trips me out is why can I remember this like I'm gonna remember us doing this but why can't I remember the dream I had last night that's a great question I think people still haven't figured that out damn it science yeah I know come Where on get with it science come on Bill Nye not that we're gonna read about it yeah we don't do any research before this I'm gonna go on Twitter look at the hashtags if it's not I figured out dreaming I'm not gonna that's all I'm gonna do hashtag I remembered my dream <laughs> um but then I don't know why do we remember what we dream in some instances at least I mean for you at least not a year for not a year's worth of dreams. No, that's crazy. I'm not. I'm not, not six gonna... months worth of dreams. If that's what you're. I think so, because I can't tell you what I dreamt about last night. I can't tell you what I dreamt about when I just took a micro nap. When you looked at the floor and you looked up, I was asleep. Um, I can't tell you what I dreamt about then. Hmm. I don't know, man. It's a big box to unpack, and it's uh, there's a lot of shit. Well. That's it for this week. Well, I'll see you guys in another month. All right, peace out. <laughs> no, but going back to dreams, why why do we even dream? Why do you think we dream? Um, 
I think... I don't know. I can 100% say I don't know, but my best guess is to keep our minds sharp. I mean, obviously we need to sleep to rejuvenate our bodies. Um, we need to sleep so our brains can heal themselves and, you know, toxins build up in the brain. Um, and when you dream, they've actually, don't quote me on this, it might be false, but I've been told that they've done studies that say when you're sleeping, when you're dreaming, um, those toxins work their way out of the brain or are processed. Um, and then you get to start again fresh. That's why when you don't sleep, for a few days you start to get loopy and crazy because that shit's building up um I get that, that I guess that's neither here or there for the dream part the only thing I can guess is that it keeps your mind active enough to not die um mm. but as far as having significant meaning and weight I guess um to your personal life I'm not sure what the purpose is for dreaming uh, and I guess that if we could really think and remember about uh, what our dreams are about and why we dreamt them I think we'd have a much better answer for the question you know what would be a really cool study well I mean I guess you can't do it anymore because everyone's in the past is dead but but um, look at how dreams have shaped certain cultures because way back when they didn't have screens to inundate themselves with to live in they didn't have games to play or to live in these fantasy worlds that people other people create that they can go live in like wow or anything like that that's another interesting thing remind me to talk about that okay and then and then but we have these dreams that take us into these fantasy lands but for us now in current times, it's like, oh, I just played a game of WoW, or oh, I did this, and that was cool, but now I'm going to hop on my computer and actually, or as much as I can jump into this world, jump into this world, right. when people hundreds of hundreds of years ago, hundreds of thousands of years ago, couldn't, they didn't have that fantasy world to live in, so I wonder how much their dreams that they've had, because I'm sure they've had the same dreams, maybe not with the cars or the trains or the planes that we've had. Or any of the new newer technologies, but they've had the same kind of dreams. Right. They they had that that fantasy world. They had that escape or that world that you know meant something completely different. It was probably a lot more spiritual. Yeah. Um, when there was no scientific explanation for it, and you know it was probably more akin to a vision than anything. Um, that would be a very interesting study to see how past cultures have interpreted and utilized dreams. And I wonder if there's any literature talking about that. We should probably look it up. It would also speak to how we don't like to sleep anymore. I'd, I'd well, love to sleep. But <laughs> no, no, no. You, Yeah, yeah. And the funny part is, is that you're only there for like the first five minutes of sleeping. Like aside from your lucid dreams and the dreams you remember, but you're only there for the for the roller coaster ride that is falling asleep. It's like, oh, it's happening! I'm falling asleep. Yeah. That's all you're there for, and then you're out for like eight, ten hours. But I mean, I hate sleeping. I I wish we I wish we didn't have to sleep so we could do other stuff. But maybe that that's because of the technology and the screens that we have because we can do so much with them. Yeah. When way back then sleep was so much more important, it was so much more exciting. Maybe it was. I don't know. That could definitely be a reason. I I want to touch on technology a little bit and its relation to the dream state. Um, Take it away. Brother. Can you or any of our listeners remember a time that you were on your phone actively doing something 
in your dream um, because I can't my only dreams about my phone are related to me dropping my phone in water or like pulling my phone out and realizing it was in water and then watching it die in front of my face um, and I wonder if that kind of separation from your physical you know bodily movements and, and kind of like uh distraction of the phone or the computer and the fact that when you're using a phone or your computer you're in a pretty much different dimension um, for lack of a better explanation I mean you're looking at a, f- a screen with pixels that are displaying light towards you but you understand what that light is representing um, and what it means and you are interpreting that in your mind so really is using a computer is using a phone just dreaming while you're awake um, and is that why you can't do those things while you're dreaming? Oh, shit. It's just an interesting interesting wow. theory. Yeah, I mean, all the dreams that I... I mean, I've driven cars in my dreams. Right. I've driven... But it, I've, I've done something active. I've never just sat down and been on my computer. But when you're the, driving a car, you're controlling a physical thing. Yes, but the funny thing is, is that I've read things. I've read books in my dreams. And then something happened, though, obviously, to, um, you know, transition the dream into something else. But I remember I've had dreams where I was reading a book. Right. Where I was reading, like, something. Yeah. That's interesting because, you know, you could really you could relate a, a computer to a book um, in the sense that when you're reading a book, you're just looking at a page with ink, right? But you're processing those thoughts and emotions in your mind. As ideas and as living things. Right. I mean, when it gets down to it, isn't that what we're all doing all day, every day? Like, I'm looking at you, you're just flesh and bone and atoms arranged. And Don't look at me like that. Or- <laughs> I didn't give you my consent. <laughs> Don't look at my flesh and bones. And electrical impulses, and I'm just, like, riffing off the sounds that you vibrate out of your guttural voice box. Yeah. And, um, and then thinking about that in my mind, so why should a screen be any different? Because it's pixels? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But but then doesn't that speak to my voice and the language that you perceive throughout your day-to-day, throughout the various connections that you make? Couldn't that also be a dream? Could be. Fuck. We're dreaming right now. Yeah, we're, just, we're dreaming. It's a perpetual dream. And it, it's not Christmas right now. No. Oh, yeah. Disclaimer, this is coming to you on Christmas Eve. To date the episode. Santa Claus. Um, coming to town. Yeah, so then going back to what you said, why does there have to be a boundary? What delineates a dream from a non-dream? And when you're in a deprivation chamber in the dark, floating in water... I have not done that. I haven't either, but I've listened to people talking about them. They haven't read about... Ooh, we should do it. But uh, to digress, or not to digress... Sorry. Um, You digressed. Yeah. To come out of the digression. Yes, there you go. Um, When you're in a deprivation chamber and you start to have visions or you start to um, have those ideas turn in and manifest into visions or whatever it is, um, is that a dream? Are you dreaming when you take hallucinogens? Are you... Dreaming when you are looking up in the sky and you see an image in a cloud, um, what constitutes a dream? Is it just when your your body is stationary and your eyes are closed and you're in a different state of mind? 
Um, then are you dreaming when you meditate? Are you dreaming? Yeah. Are you dreaming when you meditate? Are you dreaming when you reach nirvana, so to speak, and you're able to... I don't know what that feels like. I don't know what it's like either. I'm sure a lot of people don't know what it's like. I would like to. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> to one day wake up from a dream or from what we perceive as a dream and be like, fuck yeah, I made it to nirvana. Maybe in your next life you'll be a Buddhist. Maybe. Meditating. Hopefully. I would love that. East Asia. I would love to go to, like, Thailand and spend, like, three months of no talking. Just to... Just, I mean, just from what I got out of the 10-day course when I took... That I took, like, six years ago. I got a lot out of that. What would you... What, I mean, I can't imagine what I'd get if it was, like, compounded by, like, 10. That would be sweet. But the bottom line is that we don't really have a... We don't have an answer. Yes. It's all it's all questions and theories that we're posing. But what okay, if but why another point I wanted to bring up is why do we when someone's asleep, why do we say why do we call them unconscious? Cuz we can't tell they're moving. Or we they're not. Like our brains can't perceive them as living things cuz they're Yeah, cuz they're well, a rock. I mean, yeah, 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 they are living things obviously because it's the same thing, it's the same reason we call a plant unconscious. Is because they're not actively expressing their ideas and will upon the what we perceive as the world? Yeah, you can't talk to them. You can't... You can give input, but you don't receive any output. Okay. Other than, you know, breathing. Um, but it's the same with a plant. Like, you can talk to a plant, but the only thing that you can measure back is the amount it grows, its color, I mean, whatever else you can measure with a plant. But, like, it's not anything that is a response to your direct verbal... Is a response that you understand. Yeah, I mean, you can cut a leaf off and it can die, but that's not a. It's not a response that tells you it's conscious. You can always equate it to. It just couldn't survive because yeah. you know that part of it was supporting it and no longer is. Just like if you if you're sleeping on a bed and I cut your arm off and you bleed out and die, <laughs> doesn't mean you're conscious. As long as I don't feel it, do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Um, but yeah, so going back, um, just because it looks to me like you're unconscious, does it mean that you're not conscious? You're obviously dreaming, even though you don't remember it. Um, so who's to say that dream state is any less important than, um, what's happening to you when I say you're conscious, when it looks like you can you can understand what's happening to you or when you can give me Im- input based on what I tell you or ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Who's, who's to say what's real in that situation? Because your dream you perceive is something that's unreal, something that your mind is creating and imagining. Um, you can imagine that you're flying. You can imagine that you sink through the ground. You can imagine that you can walk through walls or that you can create a gold crown, put it on your head and be king of the United States of America because in your dream, it's a monarchy. Um, or, but in your real life is just the same thing. Um, and it's just what you perceive it to be. What if we're in someone else's dream? Right now. Not even ours. Like, what if someone's dreaming of this room and us sitting next to each other? Oh, yeah. We're in the same room. Hasn't happened before. Sean's here in person. But what if 
What if we're in someone else's dream? That would be interesting. It'd be interesting to see how consciousness ties into that because we both feel conscious, right? We both... Uh, but do you? I don't know. I know I do. Maybe well, what, is, what does conscious feels like? What does consciousness feel like? Cause it feels like you're in control. Well, okay, then, I mean, if that's the delineation of consciousness, then what about lucid dreams? You're in control of your lucid dream, right? Yeah. So, so are you conscious when you're dreaming? No, you're asleep. Or so we perceive you as being asleep. Right. I don't know. I ain't no scientist. See, that's when we get into some conflicts, right? Because when you're dreaming, you're unconscious. But if you're lucidly dreaming, you're consciously dreaming. You're aware. You're controlling. Um, but if conscious means control... There are, well, control of what? Myself, my body, my actions? I guess it depends. What does it mean to be unconscious? No brain activity? But people can be medically unconscious and be returned to uh, consciousness. But the only way they can do that is because if their brain has still had activity going on. If you're brain dead, which takes, what, a couple minutes after your heart stops, right? It's 30 seconds of oxygen loss to the brain. Um, that, that takes you, you know, that makes a, you die. That's a very short, yeah. So, no one's actually been technically unconscious. Or is it three minutes? Something with a three, you know. Three I'm hours? Not, three I'm weeks? not very confident. It's definitely not weeks. <laughs> three years? Well, I mean, the coma people that wake up out of smooth move, x Yeah, Nice, there goes the cup. Yeah, you guys can get on Twitter and yell at this asshole. He just kicked over his cup. But, okay, so then people who, well, that's also medically declared. So medically declared dead is very different than from your brain just stopping working, stopped working. It's true. It's very true. I want to talk to someone who's been not medically declared dead and then brought back because that just means your heart stopped, right? Oh. Or enough has stopped. Well, I don't know. I mean, because if you're brain dead, you can't technically come back, right? True. I mean, you can come back, well, but in very limited fashion. Yeah, like, no, no, no. Like, if your brain stops and you're not in a coma or anything, you're not being preserved by some machines that you're hooked up to, like, they're trying to save your life and your brain's dead... That's you being dead, right? That's not you being medically... Because medically dead is just to where you get no response and no pulse. Right. Because then there are other stories of people who are declared dead and come back. True. Yeah. So I want to talk to someone who's actually been, you know, brain dead and come back. So if we have a listener that has been brain, been brain dead, uh, let us know. Let us know your experience. Yeah. It help us to... We'll come philosophize and kind of quantify what being conscious means. We will fly you out here to beautiful Arkansas, ah. and we will have you on the podcast. Are we in Arkansas? Yes, we're in Little Rock. Uh, we're on 24th and Highland, that corner next to the deli. You guys very know specific. it. specific. Yeah. Okay. You know, because when you're telling lies, you want to be very specific and remember all the details. Okay. Yes. It's hard to be specific and remember the details. When you're lying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what sells the lies, the specificity. All right. Well, you're at that party, what color shirts the guy was wearing? You were wearing a blue shirt. All right. Yeah. There you go. Easy to remember blue. 
Anyways, um, yeah, please let us know. We will fly you out to where we actually are, um, and we'll tell you where that is when you reach out to us. I want a death certificate. I want a timestamp. <laughs> no, that's too much work. But for me, not for you, because, I mean, I barely do anything, and I run this whole thing. But anyways, um, yeah, that's it. We will get into consciousness. This this was more of going from our simulation theory to dreams to our consciousness Kind of like a three-parter. I'm not going to label it. Well, it's yeah. not labeled as they're a three-parter. They're similar. But I, they kind of segue Some together. Overlap. Yeah, and I'm really liking how they're coming out. So I'm just going to do that. And it's free. Um, so you guys are just going to have to deal with it. But thank you for listening. And Sean? It's any... free, but are we free? I don't know. We'll I'm talk like... about that in consciousness. Yes, we will talk about uh, that in con- What is the cost of what we're doing now? What are we losing by entertaining all of you out there in the ether or in someone else's dream? We're not losing anything. It's all true off. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun. We get yeah. a drink and hang out, and I don't know. Yeah, I enjoy this. But, Sean, before I let you go, because you have a very busy schedule of flying around the globe and saving children. Yeah, i got to get to Bolivia. Yes, Bolivia, because of um, the armies that are going on over there. You have to fight the resistance. Yeah, I, I have to fight. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, just my Instagram at Sean S-E-A-N dot B-O-Z um, follow me I post architectural nonsense um, and then just like put shit on my story all the time so he does post some pretty dope shit in his story so go look at that also if you have a TikTok you can find us at Nowhere, because we don't have a TikTok, and I'm not going to fuck with that. That's just... Oh, uh, we should make a TikTok. No, I'm not making a TikTok. Uh, we're not that is ridiculous. <laughs> I have my whole feelings against TikTok that you guys find out on the next episode. All right. So follow us also on Twitter. It's just drink about one. Sorry for the... Not yeah, the, that's my fault. Something we need to apologize for on every episode. Yes. Because it was a huge mistake. And I just haven't gone back and... I don't even think they let you change it, but I haven't changed it, and it's my fault. You can also find my personal Twitter at Peppersnake, Peppersnake underscore 69. Yes, that's alive and well. Yes, I'm using it. And yes, there's 69 at the end of it. Anyways, we love all of you. Um, have nice dreams. And Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. And whatever other uh, celebrations that are going on. Did I get all of them? Yeah, Happy Holidays, I think, is an all-inclusive. No, it is, but I did want to be specific, because yep. what if you were one celebrating out? The Happy Holidays is just like the blank. is like, I don't care about you. Merry Kwanzaa, Chris Hanukkah, and plus others that... That is beautiful. You should coin that. Okay. I just coined it. Okay. Feel you free heard to use it. it. No, you can't coin something and give out the rights. You coin it so every time someone uses it, you can charge them. All right, feel free to use it and pay me uh, a dividend of... Five cents? Five cents per, per syllable. Ooh. All right. All right. Thank, <laughs> thanks, guys. Have fun. Bye. Love you.